0: I'm here because I wanted to talk to you about us. I believe in the
1: power. I made it through the wind. Hey, Mr. DJ. Hell you. Tan, come to see I so get a double shot. <sighs> ladies and <I'm> here.
0: ladies <sighs> with banana too. Come join the I party. Don't, 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 don't Just close your eyes. Me. Yeah. Okay, so joining us this week, I'm very excited. He is an author. His latest book, Her Last Affair, just came out on paperback, and he is like us a lifelong Madonna fan. Give it up for John Searles, everybody! Yay! Yay. Happy Hi, to John. be here. John, thank Hi, you thank for you thanks for joining so, us. Thanks for having me. Of course. <laughs> so, John, tell us like what is your history like with Madonna? Like, when did you fall in love? What is your like? When well, did you I have to her? say, first of
2: all, it feels a little funny talking about Madonna because I don't talk about my love for Madonna that much. Because because people always seem to want to say bad things about her. So I kind of just keep it to myself. This is a, I'm this sick is of defending her. To, I to love that. her. This is a safe space, I'm glad. <laughs> well, you know, I grew up, my dad was a cross country truck driver. I grew up in a little town in New England and all my childhood, we listened to like Merle Haggard about like, I don't know, people with not enough money for Christmas presents and trucks breaking down the train tracks and things like that. And it was just really sad music. <laughs> and most of my childhood and then madonna came along <laughs> and it was really happy fun music, music can be
0: uplifting interesting yeah
2: <laughs> i mean obviously my mom listened to like other things and there were there were there was other happy music in the world before madonna but i i was not really exposed to it all that much and i remember i was thinking about this today i remember my best friend slash, slash obsession slash boyfriend in high school <laughs> He and I went to this girl's house, and she had a 45 of holiday. And we would just go there and put it on repeat and play it over and over and over again. And finally, she was so sick of it. She said, I'm just going to give it to you. She gave it to me as a gift. Aw. <laughs> I yeah, know. That's
0: adorable. And
2: then I played it for this girl. I was, like, quote, dating. And we both did. My my friend and I played it for these two girls who were dating. And they were like, ugh, oh, it's so... I don't know. Artificial sounding. It was like my first experience of <laughs> people insulting Madonna, and we loved her. I, they should have known that. But anyway, I just also, I just always loved her since then. And then my real kind of obsession and loves probably happened, or I know happened. I had a sister who tragically died after her high school prom, and but around that time, it was when like a prayer was out, and I just remember that whole summer. I would just like listen to like a prayer over and over and over and over and over and over again. And I think my love of her music kind of then kind of switched into just being fascinated with her personality around that time and the things she had done with her life. And I had always dreamed of becoming a writer, a novelist. I always wrote since I was little. But no one in my family had even gone to college. Like I said, my dad was a trucker, and my mom at the time was a housewife. And I, I don't know, just no one, if I said I wanted to be a writer, they would just like laugh at me. They thought it was ridiculous. But then I found I so absurd that I took my life inspiration from Madonna moving to New York. But I was like, <laughs> after my sister died, I was like, I'm, you know what? Life is short. I'm going to move to New York and figure out how to become a writer. And I moved to the city. Yeah, I waited tables and started writing books and went on to write many books and edit a magazine, Cosmopolitan. I was one of the top editors for many years. And I, I don't know, I just always loved her because that, and I loved the way she spoke up for gay people at a time when, it, at least where I grew up, there was so much homophobia and like it was just like really scary to be gay in the town I lived in and the way my family was. They were not into it at all. So so those are the myriad reasons I loved
1: Madonna. That's really beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Madonna was the sole reason why I moved to New York, but it was like like 70 percent of the reason probably <laughs> why.
2: Yeah. Which yeah where, I mean, Eric, where are same- you from?
1: California I grew up in California um and then I went to UCLA for two years and then dropped out and I was like I think I had that same sort of thing of like you don't need to go to you just need to like you need to go to New York like go to New York like Madonna did and just like be there then you'll figure it out yeah yeah I was not as I didn't do it as well as she did it she did it no <laughs> it.
0: well, it's not over were yet. You
1: planning,
2: were you planning to become a pop star? Well, I just to be clear, I applied to graduate school at NYU. Like, I was putting myself through college at the time when my sister died. And I, then I finished, and I was taking writing classes and, and things like that. But mm-hmm. I, I went to NYU for graduate school and studied creative writing and, and waiting tables at the same time and paid for my... And scholarships and paid for things, but it was just kind of like, I'm just saying the spark of the idea was obviously inspired by other writers and creative people, cool. yeah, yeah. Sure. but um, but that as I think about her, it was kind of this connection because I loved her music, then I became interested in her, and then I played that album all the time when my sister passed away, and my husband will tell you, like, I don't think he realized when he met me <laughs> that he would be... <laughs> Dating, marrying, <laughs> we're not married, Madonna too, because I play her music all the time. I play it at the shower, I play it on the Peloton, I play it on the treadmill. So that's kind of a package deal for him. And, uh, John, yeah.
1: John, not John, not John Flynn.
2: <laughs> John Searles, yes. Yeah. John Searles.
1: Uh, have you seen Madonna live before?
2: In concert, you mean? Yeah. Yes, every concert. You have? You've seen every yes. one of her concerts? I went in high school to her very first, what was it in high score? Maybe when was her first one? When was at The 80s? 85. 85, 85, 85. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I've gone to them all, some of them multiple times, but yeah.
0: Wow, so do you have a favorite?
2: I guess I would say Blonde Ambition was probably my favorite, sure. but there was something I really loved about the Who's That Girl one because it seemed more kind of, I don't know the word, but more concerty. if that makes any sense, a little bit more like, I don't, casual is not the right word, but it seemed less because it Let's was rehearsed, control, right, right. less of a, yeah, exactly. But but I love them. I love, I have loved them all. Well, there was one, maybe I don't to love as much, but I'm not going to say bad things, <laughs> it, so don't
1: try to trick me. Uh,
2: there was one where she went on really, really late and I had gone because oh, sure. I had tickets and my friend, cousin, who is a very, very well-known actor, got us great seats and I went because I didn't want really to give it up, but like I just come off of this hard thing in my Life, we had a passing, but I went anyway because everyone said, "Oh, it'll you, uh, it'll take your mind off the." She didn't go on to like midnight. It was just not the right yeah. time, But I don't want to, you know, whatever. <laughs> but yes, I am going. Although I wrote to her tour publicist to try to get tickets because usually for years I was a magazine editor and I would often get tickets that way through nice. the publicity people, and that you we would get decent seats. We'd pay for them. But she said, "I don't even know if there's house seats. I don't even know what's going on." So. I said, well, do you mind if I check back? She said yes. And I haven't heard anything yet, but so either I'll pay for them or we'll go. Are you guys going?
0: Yes, we're going in September in LA, but Eric is also yeah. going in December in
1: Brooklyn.
2: That's when I want to go at the Barclays Center. Yeah. That's yeah. when I want to go until December. Because the other one in, in Madison Square is like in August, and I don't really. I mean, <laughs> we live in New York, and I don't know. I just, I do rather go around the holiday. Sounds kind of nice. See some. Yeah, marriage.
1: and it'll be towards the end of the tour too. So it'll be like, be well rehearsed she'll know all her lyrics
0: at that point definitely
1: (laughs) do you have uh, memories of this particular tour the drowned world tour
2: the Drowned world tour yes i do remember going i think to that one, i just went once but i loved it at the time you know what's interesting i was thinking about it's the only tour where she starts with a ballad i don't think she really she starts with that song substitute for love and i don't think she starts any other tour with a ballad i don't think right that i can remember
1: yeah, yeah it's wild cuz it's definitely so. like a a song like it picks up and it has like it has all that like electronica stuff in it but it doesn't feel like a dance song ever. It still says feels like a ballad the whole time even though it's Yeah. But Hello, it's is really... erotica a ballad? It's not like a
0: dance uh, tune. That's, yeah, that's true. It's not, not I don't think of it
1: as a ballad. I would
0: than a, mid... a ballad I would, I would dance to <laughs>
1: erotica before I would dance to substitute for love. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ground world substitute for love. Okay,
0: well, that's you. Uh, you have to put that on.
1: <laughs> Do you which one would you dance to, John Searles, first, Erotica, or or which one have you danced to? <laughs> yeah,
2: not all if you count the Peloton as dancing or the treadmill at the gym. That's, I'm not much of a dancer myself, but I I'm a runner and a biker, and so I guess in that regard.
1: So if you were gonna like hit your like runners, if you were like hitting your runners high and you wanted a song that was gonna be like, oh yeah, like it clicks in right when those endorphins (laughs) kick in for you naturally, created naturally through your own muscles and lung breath work. (laughs) Would you want to hear erotic, would you like it to go into erotica or? substitute for love
2: <laughs> well there's a remix of substitute for love that you can really run to it's like 12 minutes long and it's like thomas calls it like the drug overdose song because it's like, <laughs> like it's like crazy and you do sure. feel like you know so it's it's kind of that i think that but i don't think i would just drown world or substitute for love song off this off of ray of light the album mm-hmm. that might not make me run as fast it's like the remix
1: it's more of a cool down <laughs>
2: Yeah, more of a cool <laughs> sound, exactly.
1: <laughs> so you would pick the remix would be number one, erotica would be number two, and then substitute for love would be well, number two, I'd probably pick
2: demo. the I'd probably pick the confessions tour live erotica to run to because I like oh, yeah. it a little different. And then, what's the third one, Eric? <laughs> it
1: was the
0: original I mean, substitute, substitute for Love, he said. Originally,
1: um, it was between, you had to pick between Erotica <laughs> and Substitute for Love. But now we've opened it up to her entire catalog. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> and very, that's true. There are a lot of various
2: versions of these songs. But there I don't are. think I would. I didn't know I would be discussing what I run. I, I, I did the Peloton this morning, so let me think of what I listened to this morning. Oh, there's some remix. I don't even know what it is, but like I just find them on YouTube. I don't know. I just play yeah. them. They're great, you YouTube
1: know. has so much, so much you could Madonna stuff that I didn't even that. know existed.
2: So I will tell you that I remember when I first moved to New York or maybe... A little bit after I moved to New York, I remember I was in my apartment on Bank Street and they were saying she was going to have her erotica party. And they said where it was, like on Washington Street. And I was, there were like people waiting outside. I was like, wait, that's right down the street. I'll just walk down there and see. So (laughs) I walked down there and they're like, she got out of a limousine and she was wearing like, I think like Princess Leah buns
0: kind of in her hair. Yeah, that that was the look she had for a while. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, And walking into the party, which was at at that place because we used to do later photo shoots for, the magazine where I was an editor for years at this place. I think it was called Industria. But I just remember being this like, I it was not long after I moved to New York and I went down to Washington Street because I saw it on television that they were getting ready for a party. And then she got on this. And I think she, it was like a, I don't know, I don't know if she was trying to do like a retro limousine, but a, like, my memory could be wrong, but it was like kind of a janky looking like old limo. And she got out and with her or Princess Leia buns and went yeah, <laughs> yeah. an etzel that's what it was, an, <laughs> an elongated etzel. Anyway, that was some Madonna memory. And
0: that's when you are like, I've arrived yeah. in New York.
2: I was just excited to see her. I was like, oh, I don't know. But again, I
1: like too.
2: I mean, do you find that like when I at the start I said, you know, I don't often talk I talk, I'll say things about Thomas like we live, we live in the city but we also are very fortunate. We have a, a little house out in Sag Harbor and weirdly Madonna's house is like Five minutes from ours, and so we <laughs> often pass her house. Or was this this—I this, mean, all you can see is like this: trees and Cute fields edges, and horse yeah. farms and all that stuff. But but her house—we've driven down that road because we know people down there, and you see her house behind the gate. But I, whenever we go by, I say hi, Madonna. <laughs> but like, I wouldn't say if I'm with Thomas, I'll say that my husband. But I wouldn't say that with other people that because I feel company. like people so often want to just—if I say I love her, people just want to insults her and for years I would just defend and now I just don't kind of just don't, just don't talk about her with people because it just get so what do you think it is
1: I, I do find that too especially like telling people that John and I are working on this podcast and reminiscing about Madonna and all her tours leading up to the celebration tour a lot of focus of the media and what people want to talk about is her how she looks now yeah and yeah I, I don't mind talking about that, but it bums me out when people like automatically go to like, oh, she's ruined herself. And I'm like, no, nah, I don't agree. Yeah. I don't.
0: <laughs> she's, yeah. she's no worse than anyone else. Yeah. Do
1: you know what,
0: My I uh, was funny is my husband, who is 10 years younger than me, I always joke that the only real fight that we've ever had is Britney versus Madonna because he's younger. He's more of a Britney person, but he said something about Britney fans, which I sort of took to her. He said the thing about Britney fans is they've gotten to a point where they're like, you can say whatever you want about her. We don't care. We love her. She's Brittany. You know, and like anything, that you would be like, she doesn't sing live. She's not this, and you could be like, uh, we don't care. It doesn't matter. She's doesn't Britney. matter, and so yeah. I kind of feel the same way. Of like, you think she's gone too far with to surgery? That's fine. You can think whatever you want. I don't care. It <laughs> Doesn't matter. So her, yeah, <laughs> that's, a
2: good that's fine. Down. You know, <laughs> You're right? It Doesn't matter. I, know. I was like,
0: yeah, she's got this catalog of hits. She's done all this stuff. It, go ahead, say yeah. say whatever you want. Doesn't matter <laughs> to me. Well, I do. I
2: remember once being at Cosmo, like a very long time ago, and I was saying something about her, in this editor came flying out of her office and said like oh i wish that whore would just shut her fucking mouth already i was wait can i swear on your show yeah, yeah sorry a, okay it is a madonna podcast but anyway i thought it was so weird when she came running out i was i don't know it was so salty. i'm like well, i just I'm just talking about her like i don't know just as yeah. we're talking about it but anyway i know you want to talk about drama world so i will say thing i remember about it she opens the ballad which is very unusual yes. but also it's that thing where she does like all this cra- it was like around the time of Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon, was that the yep. name of that movie? Yep. So she yeah. does all that crazy flying around stuff and like on the cables during Sky Fits Heaven, do you remember that? Of course. Where she like goes yep. in the air but I that I remember reading once that she's afraid of heights, apparently not if she's flying around on cords <laughs> in the air, but I felt like I read huh. that one somewhere, I don't know I thought that was a really great moment That in that whole kind of like, um geisha thing, because I think she was really mm-hmm. inspired by the book Memoirs of a Geisha by Arthur Golden that was out around that time. I think that's yeah. his name. And so I love that segment. It seemed like it was... I remember in the beginning she's in that kilt that's that yep. like really punky kind of mm-hmm. opening section. Then it goes into that kind of Memoirs of a Geisha yep. Crouching Tiger thing. And then she sings Don't Tell Me to Stop. I don't know if that's yeah. when it switches to the cowgirl thing. That's but I love that girl whole section, cowgirl yeah. segment. But I... I know it just was a really i thought it was a really fun show and she had toured in many many years at that point yeah and i think i loved going to drum world because my life was in such a different place from like (laughs) when i first would i I drove to hartford to see her the very first time when i was in high school like i told you I, i was you know and so i was living in the city and i was i don't know my life was just different and i hadn't seen her in so long and i just remember going to that concert and just no no, it was just a very happy fun fun time it was a great show
1: yeah it was like eight years since her last tour i think
0: yeah it had been eight years since the girly show and she had so many albums had come out since then she had bedtime stories ray of light music she had the the something to remember the ballad collection she had the singles i'll remember beautiful stranger american pie that's the movies and didn't she do that she had a up Next best thing, four Next rooms. Place, yeah. yeah, she was still in like the thick of all of it. New when I'm new. i I'm just little stuck on you. You'll be on me too.
1: Okay, are you ready for some trivia, John? Yeah. Okay. According to the Guinness Book of World Records, Madonna holds the world record for what?
2: Number one best-selling concert female concert artist of all
1: time. No, is it most number ones for female artist? No, it's not even like Billboard chart related or money related. What is it? Is can you give us a? It has to do with the movie Evita. But again, oh,
2: most costume changes. Most costume
1: changes. Wow, in a movie. Yes. You did know that, I remember
2: that. Yeah. Well, now that you remind me <laughs> yeah. that, that she was the most costume changes, I remember
1: that. Of any actress in a movie, How do you remember how many it was?
2: 28? Like 58? 85. 85. Oh, God. 85. Wow.
0: It's insane to me that, like, someone someone's brain works that way to notice that.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it also like makes so me to... think that they're like digging like the bottom of the barrel for like the next Guinness <laughs> some Book some World World of World Records. Some person is like, "What can what exactly. we have? Like, uh, we got to put out a new Guinness <laughs> Book of World Records. What can we do?" Okay, I have, I have two more, but I'm gonna pick okay. one. I'm gonna pick this one. Okay. Don't tell me was written by,
2: oh, a guy Madonna's
1: named... Madonna's brother-in-law. Okay, you got it.
2: Wow, it's like Melanie's husband, right? Yeah, her sister Melanie's husband. I can't yeah. remember his name though.
1: Oh. Well, then you don't know everything. Do you? <laughs> oh, all right, what's the last one? Her top four U.S. chart hits as of 2017, according to Billboard, are I'm going to tell you the, the the top three, and then there's one from this era that's her fourth biggest chart hit. So the top three are "Like a Virgin," "Vogue," and "Crazy for You," and there's a song from this chunk of albums that represent this tour that is the her fourth.
2: This tour true. being the Drowned World Tour, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a song it's from not, the Drowned World.
1: Tour. It's not on the Drowned World Tour, but it's on one of the albums. That okay? You oh. know, like it's on either "Bedtime Story," "Ray of Light," for music. music.
0: Ray
1: wow. of light. is it Ray of Light? No, is music. It
0: not on the tour. No,
2: oh, not on the tour. I'm
1: confused. I don't it was know. like a it was a huge a huge radio hit for Madonna, but it kind of a sleeper. Oh, hit.
0: was it? You'll see. No, but close. Oh,
2: that one. Oh, I remember that means No, uh, take song. a bow. Take a bow. Take a bow. Oh, I love that song. That's a yeah. good one. That was a good one.
0: okay so the drowned world tour so this one began performances on june 9th, 2001 ended on september fifteenth, two 2001 it grossed 76.8 million dollars off of 47 shows in north america and europe alone whoa was, i know right
1: the Lord director was
0: jamie king who also did choreography along with alex magno and deborah brown donna and nikki are back yay yay queens the dancers were Christian Vincent, Ruthie. It, she had a lot of dancers on this one. I'm not going to go through their names because I'm just going to be embarrassing. She's got... Um, and the designs were once again by Jean-Paul Gaultier. Yeah,
1: she has a lot of dancers to the point... Where, like, if you asked me after watching this, I would be like, there's either six or 35 dancers. I, it's one, <laughs> one of the other.
0: Right. Well, also at this point, the tours, as we'll see going forward... They're less of just her collaborating with a smaller group of people. Like, there's multiple choreographers. There's a whole, there's like a ton more dancers, and a lot of them are more specialty performers. So it's really, it's the shows are just keep growing and growing and growing. And so it's uh
1: it's hard to get them all in. Yeah. And the I feel like the way that the dancers are featured, while there are a lot of them are featured, there's a lot of like mask work and like like sometimes you don't see their faces as much as stuff so it's hard to like get a read on like oh that's that one that's that one right 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 yeah they're all like superhuman these these dancers
0: yeah their bodies are sick
1: it's, it's like, crazy they're not just dancers they're there's something else like the they're casting artists. call yeah the casting call was like casting superheroes for a madonna concert
0: <laughs> like i feel like you before the fashion once again madonna yeah any the of the dancers
1: from her previous tours audition for this tour they probably would have gotten cut in the first round
0: probably yeah
1: <laughs> maybe some sorry
0: exceptions. sorry mr president there's no spot for you on this tour.
1: <laughs> with all due respect
0: in classic madonna fashion she sort of settled into like there's sections and there's different like chapters and so for this one there's rock and roll punk girl geisha girl uh cyber cowgirl and Was uh that what
2: the, are you wait wait where are you getting this from this is Those all the off Wikipedia name. and like the official. Yeah.
0: Okay. And then the final one was Spanish girl slash ghetto girl. She probably would. Oh, that's that where she. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the, the ghetto part was when she does that holiday remix. Cause don't they call her like a.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. She's when I say pimp, you say ho.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that thing.
1: <laughs> so, she, so so how many girls does this tour present? One, two, two four, different, four. four different sections. Four yeah. girls. Yeah. yeah. And they're all kind of like warriors of of a different sort. Yes. I think.
0: And then she says yeah. like that it was like meant to like represent okay. different phases of her career at this point. Although I don't remember her country western phase, but we'll get to that. Well, <laughs> so. that,
2: the country western thing I think was, I guess, music. That was music was so. kind of yeah had some countryish music and yeah
1: don't don't tell me to stop yeah she I think mean, like that a was um, dance kind amazing. of yeah. My memory of this one before I rewatched it to talk about it today was that it was like a super dark tour this one
0: well this is the one where she starts this is where like the video screens like come in as like a huge component like before this the first couple tours weren't as heavy on video i mean it was you know technology wasn't there it's not like she was using how to use them but yeah this one does feel much darker darker and much more like yeah I,
1: i don't feel like she she doesn't smile for the first big chunk of it. She seems very she... determined. Yeah. And you
0: very... right, she doesn't
2: smile to the cowgirl section, I think, yeah. actually.
1: <laughs> yeah, like even Ray of Light, she doesn't smile in. She's like, it's a, it's upbeat. But okay, well, we can talk about, do you, John, do you want to talk about like each number? Sure. <laughs>
0: oh, wow, should yes. we go through the numbers? We sort okay. of go through, go through the, the section. Numbers. So the first Bring one it. is the rock and roll punk girl, as you said, begins with a ballad, Drowned World, Substitute for Love. I will this say this. YouTube when she when i first heard ray of light and this is the first song on ray of light i immediately was like this is an instant classic this song for me i love this song yeah i love i love this song too absolutely yeah, love so- it uh, i thought she looks very david bowie in the like rewatching the video i was like oh her hair seems very like bowie in the beginning of it
1: yeah i know what she you mean it reminded me of when my sister was in like 8th grade i think she had she became my sister's like a, she's a doctor she's like super like straight and narrow but she went through a really brief tough girl phase where she was friends with these two girls janelle and christina and christina nolan had hair they were right some now. bad
2: bitches Yeah, some
1: like so that to me it sounds like a, a early 80s tough girl look are they like, um, are like they on rikers the island
2: now Yeah,
1: <laughs> feathered like a little bit long i don't know it's like so so, so tough that hair. Yeah,
2: it, there was something kind of punk and top. I guess that was the look she was going for. Yeah.
1: yeah. You know? Rock and roll punk girl. Yeah,
2: absolutely.
0: Yeah, all that tartan. Kilt's are tough. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so wait, I could be wrong, but let's see how well I remember it. Because then she sings that song. What is that song called? It's like Universe...
0: impressive instant
2: cool. yeah the impressive instant is that does that come yeah. next after substitute yeah. for love right okay wait yeah, right. let's see if how well i remember it okay. okay well it's either beautiful stranger or
0: array of light next right Close. am i you're, wrong you're, you're skipping one it was candy perfume girl this is how ah, she candy takes out the guitar girl, right. and it's like she's like As hey everyone i can play the guitar now this is the first time she's done it in yeah yeah i wonder you if that's part they, of her
1: you, you haven't have, like, seen me in a while. That's right. what yeah. I <laughs> can do now. I
0: have some new special skills. Asking people in case you need someone. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> wonder if that's part because like while she's playing, she seems very determined. I wonder if that's part of like her sort of like focus. I don't know, maybe, maybe try to make excuses. Yeah. You think she's focused on like the cord work? I guess, I guess so. I mean, it's, a, it's, I mean, what's tough is like, if you're Madonna, you can't be like, let me just go to the bitter end and do a few nights playing guitar and just sort of like, getting used to it. You know? Well, she
1: learned, she, I think she learned to play guitar and drums when she was first starting out when she was oh, in, it was in the breakfast club. Yeah.
0: yeah. But then she sent
2: that guy, Monty, who is the guitarist. He yeah. t- really taught her how to play though. I think that's what she, I remember reading that at the time. Yeah. And then she went on Letterman and played guitar Letterman with Monty they did a ballad version of Don't Don't Tell Me to Stop am I scaring you with my knowledge
1: no <laughs> sorry Sorry. where did they go it's to dinner before this sh- where did they go to dinner after the show well you really know. it's a few blocks from where you were working uh, and exactly. I just happened to be I uh,
0: to be there right there yeah but no we're like the same person it's crazy <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs>
2: maybe that's why I don't talk about her because people get scared <laughs> like wow you really know a lot you know what's funny though it is kind of a like if I'm like today I was library all day writing in psych harbor working a new book but i will sometimes just as a break from writing a book just look up madonna news and just read about uh, it and so that's kind of how that. i know stuff it's just playing her music on the treadmill and then just that's like a that's like an escape for me to spend five or ten <laughs> minutes reading some madonna, or, or five or ten hours starting sure. on the day um,
1: I have a question yeah. about Candy Perfume Girl. What do you guys feel about contortionists? <laughs> Wait,
2: is that when they come down with the light bulbs in their mouth? That's later. No, that's, that's later. later.
1: That's... This one has Candy Perfume Girl has one of her dancers. It's oh, like a like mohawk pinhead. and like yeah.
2: It's, oh yeah. It's
1: like and she's a contortionist. And do you have any feelings about contortionists <laughs> in general? Well. I'm not one. Oh. Yeah. Well, your your quads are tight from running. Yeah, so sure. you, you've, it chose, me, you've yeah, chosen you stamina. Yeah.
2: It makes me a little queasy, I guess, but I think it's fascinating watching all that stuff, the spectacle of it, how someone can... The feats of the human body. I don't know, I find it fascinating, although it just, I just think, oh my God, I can never do that. What do you both think?
0: I haven't thought about them specifically too much. How about you, Eric? Oh, I, I don't have any thought. No,
2: oh. I... Do, um, <laughs> I feel like ever, has anyone ever <laughs> slept with a contortion? That's really what we want to know.
1: <laughs> I I feel like when I'm watching something like that, I can't tell like if I would label it like a skill or a talent or just something that you can you happen to be able to do.
0: At a certain I degree, would, it feels like you have to be born that way. Like you, you just are double jointed, or you can just take uh, your now, arm out. This is what in. I'm going to look up tomorrow. Because <laughs> yeah. I would imagine you
2: must also have to train your. Look at how Madonna when she suddenly was like putting her leg around her head. and remember right. when she was doing that. She probably had to work up to that. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah, there's a certain there's a certain point where I think you can like exercise your body to get to a certain point, but then to be a contortionist, you just have to the luck of the draw you're called it's a calling I know.
2: Calling. i don't want to say anything yeah. anti-contortionist right now because that's...
0: <laughs> we have so many contortionists who listen to this podcast <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: okay so candy purping girl contortionist and then comes beautiful stranger or ray of light
0: beautiful, beautiful stranger, stranger you're correct beautiful and then stranger. ray of light beautiful strangers they have that weird like oh it's a stagehand they're just pulling up on stage plant which is oh that's
2: right which is what John, you're gonna say something bad. It's just, it's just
0: sort of like, well, it's just sort of like, seems odd, and like she had done that a little bit in *Girly Show* where there was sort of like, a, oh, some fan jumped on stage, but it was
1: really a dancer. And This just, one is yeah. not really a dancer. It's just, it's like a stage right. it He's got like that. a
0: prop of like a drill with a piece with like a yeah. two, boy, two by four attached to it. Like he was just like, oh, I was just building part of the set, and Madonna decided to pull me on stage. <laughs>
2: And also, Nikki and Donna kind of are featured a bit in that one, too. And I love those girls. Yes. The backup singers. It is they're always so...
0: nice to see them with her.
2: I know. I, I wish she would bring them back or they would want to come back for this tour because, they're, to me, they're part of the they were it part feels of like so this would be, it her. feels,
0: yeah, and it feels also like a part of, because this tour, because Celebration feels like something where she's like, we're just, like, she is like, I'm just doing the hits. I'm not trying to promote a
1: new album or anything like that. Just yeah, I'm letting bygones be bygones. Maybe they said, <laughs> maybe we had some fights, but come on back, girls.
2: Yeah. Wait, did you, did you hear they had fights? I never heard they had fights or anything. Did you?
1: I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard that they're having fight. I know that when the Rebel Heart Tour was happening... Or the Madame X, either Rebel Heart or Madame X. There was like, uh, Nikki and Donna had a thing where they were like doing an online sort of crowdsourcing thing. Like if you want us to come and play the same cities that Madonna's <laughs> playing, but we'll do our Nikki and Donna set like at obviously a smaller venue. There was something like that. So maybe I definitely feel like they're not in contact with her. And I feel like the interviews that I've heard with them in the last few years, they seem very much like, Hey, if she calls, we'll be there.
2: That's interesting. Interesting. Well, this would be the tour to do it. Yeah. Because I always like those girls. I remember, someone once told me, I can't remember who, they went to some dinner and Donna was there and they asked her something like, what was your most favorite concert to do? What was your least favorite? And her least favorite, she said, was the girly show because of the shoes. So the shoes were so uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, wow. I just always remember that. I don't remember That's what funny. she said her most was, but I just that detail stuck in my head. Hmm. Hey, you wanted me on for Madonna Trivia. We did. Yeah, I'm we trying do. to, we I'm trying it. to we bring it. it. I'm trying to bring
1: you are, it. Guys. Yeah. You were exceeding <laughs> expectations right now. Okay.
2: <laughs>
0: good. I'm
2: a people pleaser, so
0: <laughs> you're you we're pleased.
2: All right, uh, good.
0: Yeah, so she ends the section with ray of light, but she does call back to substitute for love, which I think gives it sort of like I feel like this number um, this this section feels felt to me like it starts it's almost like it begins with a ballad, but she's like I took the drug, waiting, you know, like she sings the ballad and then impressive instant is when the drug kicks in and then like ray of light wow. is like when she comes down off of it. You know, and she sort of like returns back good. to like the the beginning of the thing.
2: I could see that.
0: This is my religion.
2: Next comes this whole, that's this the legation next negation thing. Yeah. And it's. I remember it's this very stormy, atmospheric beginning. What's the next song? It's like, is it um, Frozen? Which comes out in the kimono. yeah, before really that we long. have the video interlude like of all
0: the naked yeah. men hanging upside down. Oh, that's when they have the light bulbs in their mouth. Okay. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. That's like, very Cirque du Soleil. Yes, it's like she trapped all these gay men on flypaper who were flying about. Yeah. Lowered them down. And then, yeah, so that's the Paradise But Not For Me. But then, yes, then it's the big reveal into the big kimono, the like 52 foot length kimono. Yeah. She's just standing there. You want to see what your eyes want to see. How can I be what you want it to be? you frozen when your heart's not open.
2: And then they pull it off, happy. Yeah, so dramatic. Yeah, and then
1: they, and she does like there. She starts like fighting everybody. There's a lot of like, ha, oh yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, that's ha, part of the crouching tiger hoo. thing at the time. Yeah.
0: Exactly, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> And then she shows her hoo ha. What?
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> she's done that already. You have the yeah. book. <laughs>
1: If these are if these girls, the four girls of this tour, are supposed to represent different parts of her career, could we go out on a limb and say that they're chronological. Like that, the first one her is sort of like her punk rock rebel fate, like her in sure. the beginning. I don't know, like Ray of Light is kind of like hitting her groove kind of thing, and then this geisha girl part, I feel like it's when she starts to get a lot of backlash around.
0: Oh right, erotica, like, She's gone sex. too far.
1: Yeah, and now she's that really having to fight for her her position. She's, like, in constant... Everything's a battle. Yeah.
0: But she did fighting, if you
2: think about it, in Blonde Ambition with Causing the Commotion, she fought with Nicki and Donna on stage. Oh, yeah, she likes that to whole thing. fight She always kind of does that on stage, so...
0: <laughs> she likes so maybe,
2: drama. Yeah, she likes the drama, maybe? They're I don't all know, just getting
0: along. Is that interesting? Is right. that causing the commotion? Yeah. <laughs> I can't I mean, believe we're talking about this.
1: <laughs> Even an impressive instant after the second song, when all the dancers are in those like Ant Man sort of like the gas mask things yes, with yeah. lights, and they're like it's—they're not all dancing together. They're, it's an antagonistic relationship. Yeah. Like it's very chaotic. They're come. They're trying to like feed off of her, and she's pushing them away. And
2: although I re- the thing is that Drown World, the the name originally came from it was a novel I read in graduate school.
1: Yeah, it's okay, about global fancy.
2: warming. It's about global warming in London. That one's set in London. It's called Drown Worlds by mm-hmm. Ballard. I don't remember. that maybe Ballard? <laughs> I don't know. Something. Anyway, I always kind of thought, well, maybe that was something to do with it because it's like the world is basically uninhabitable in that book except for the Poles, and maybe that's why they're wearing those masks. I don't know. But I, I can't believe that's what I thought of, but I remember at the yeah, time. I, thinking, I definitely well,
1: thought
2: about too. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it has to do with that book. Because that's the thing she calls the Drowned World and the Drowned World Tour, but she never really talks all that much about that book or that I ever saw at the time. I don't know, maybe she does talk about it. Well, that's the, I mean, Substitute
0: for Love is technically the title is Drowned World slash Substitute for Love. Yeah.
2: But that book is like a sci fi classic, kind of.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that, like, on her spiritual journey at this point in her life, was coming to terms with the fact that life, the path that she was on was not going to be sustainable and then her sort of kabbalah spiritual awakening was sort of like this new take on it so i think that that and the song i traded fame for love without a second thought all that stuff was her just being like i was i did this i did this purposefully and intentionally and i got it and i succeeded and now i'm realizing that i can't go any further in that direction i have to like pivot somehow
2: Wait, so then she comes out, does Frozen.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And then after that, see, then does it go to mer Girl or one yeah. of those? Like She a, does yeah. Nobody's Perfect first. Oh, yeah. That's right, where it's very, like, computer. I don't know. It's yeah, like, it's very, like, like computer. Computer. auto-tune. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then is mer Girl, and then, then goes Mur-Girl. off. I'm just trying to get the Skyfits heaven because I really like that part that was <laughs> well, fun. That,
1: we've That's arrived like, at Skyfits heaven. We've arrived. <laughs> yeah. And it's one Here's of my favorite it's a favorite song of her, mine of hers. It's a great
2: song, and Mm it was—it was just such a fun kind of.
1: That's a great treadmill song. song. That's a good running song. Yeah, it
2: is. And you know what? I never find—I'm gonna look now tomorrow. I never find a lot of remixes of that song. Like usually, I don't even enter a specific song. I just do from Madonna remixes and scroll, and then I'll just hit something. (laughs) Now I will look to find some. You know, I used to buy the CDs in the '90s of all those remixes. I have them somewhere in like a bin or something of all (laughs) those. And then I used to buy the twelve inch. I used to go to Tower Records when I first moved to the city and go oh, wow. to, to Tower Records as soon as she would have uh, something released and I would buy it. Did you I ever have go to this- like
1: uh Rebel Rebel and like try to find like Japanese imports and like- no oh yeah Fine. down there on um down there in the you West out- Village. You've yeah.
2: outdone me.
1: Yeah, you can go and there'd be like yeah, like from Europe and from Japan and like yeah, just mm-hmm. different things. You'd be like I've never seen her in this hair before. (laughs) She still has (laughs) hair to discover. It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, But anyway, well, I love Skype at Seven. I love the whole hoo ha, as Eric calls it. (laughs) Uh, I love the like, dap in the air. And I, you know, it wasn't like I was a big Crouch Tiger fan. I did love Memoirs of a Geisha. It was a one beautiful, beautiful novel. And I can see why it inspired her. But here's my question if she was doing that now, would people accuse her of cultural appropriation because she's you know, dressed like a geisha and pulling yeah, from I this novel? <laughs> so, like, would she just feel like well, too fucking bad, or would she? I don't know. Like, the culture seems different than it did at the time of the concert. So,
1: I think I thought a lot about that watching this and sort of like Madonna's journey through culture. Like, I feel like what we would call maybe cultural appropriation today has naturally evolved in a way that she was a part of different cultures and like while she was not ever she's not latinx at all but she right. that's always been a big influence on her music and i feel like she feels that like the lower east side diaspora of culture like sort of like she has ownership to a lot of that voice somehow does that make sense yeah yeah I it does so. I,
2: has she has anyone asked her about it that you've seen or yeah, or it's such an interesting thing because of... she is someone who has she she's been, sort of like she shops it, through different
0: cultures yeah. and
2: and uh, yeah but you could say that's ins- her that's inspiration but i i mean i even feel this as a writer with different books i've mm-hmm. written like i wrote this one book help of the haunted that was inspired by the warrens you know the warrens who are the inspiration mm-hmm. for the conjuring well i grew up in the same town as the warrens before the conjuring came out i just grew up with them as i wrote this book as in, this novel and then some of the people like online bitchy people are like he stole the Warren story and I didn't steal the Warren story at all but like that's my small little experience with someone saying something like that but like she's always borrowing from people's things but yeah I don't know she said it's like inspiration
0: yeah it's a tough road to I think it's a tough thing to figure out I think well specifically you know with Geisha I know that I was watching some show where they were talking about cultural appropriation, not about Madonna specifically and I think there is an official like in Japan or in China, there is like an official like geisha society and yeah. they were saying like someone was talking, was saying like a video of young girls like playing in geisha like clothing and saying like it was bad and it was wrong and this spokesperson from the society was like, no, 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 it's it's fine, like we love that, we love that people are like playing with the clothes and, and exploring and stuff like that and there's, you know, like there's a way in which yeah. it's it's sort of like you can't not have that happen, yeah. you know what I, I mean? Know. It's like all art sort of is influenced and, you know, and, and exactly. evolves and sort of like you adapt, you know, and it's not just like, it's like in cooking and fashion and music and all kinds of stuff. Like people are constantly doing it. I think the problem becomes when you're stealing someone's actual work. Yeah, like, that is problem. <laughs> like Vogue is like, like Madonna and Elvis, like Elvis took like someone's actual song and like stopped someone else from getting success from it. With something like Vogue, yeah, Madonna, like was singing about a culture that wasn't her culture but she did write the song and she did hire people from that world to like help her create the video and and go yeah. on tour with her. So there's a part of me that feels like it's I understand it is someone in a gray area and it's also like tough for us to like talk about these things when they're not our culture. You know what I mean to sort of like defend her in that way.
2: But yeah. It's interesting thinking about it because I just think about this section, the geisha yeah. girl section yeah. if it was yeah. But yeah. yeah
1: yeah and i mean even thinking about like bedtime stories as an album which is part of this part of this chunk of her career career. it was madonna doing an r&b album and the video for secret like is in harlem and it's it's very like centered around sort of like black music and black culture but again i don't think that she was like now i'm gonna do this thing i think it evolved very naturally and made sense at the time that like, she wanted yeah. to work with these producers. Those producers really wanted to work with her. And she wanted to do like, this is my Madonna's take on R&B and my contribution to this sound. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. agree. So then Skyfits Fits Heaven ends. And then
0: what happens after that? She goes back to Girl" for a little bit where she, I remember that guy. <laughs> oh yeah. Then there's the video for what it feels like for a girl.
2: Oh, that's that one where it's like, um, that Japanese animation kind of—it's like a. He yeah, has a weird, yeah. like
0: alien, cartoon corny kind of yeah. thing.
2: Is that one or chasing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and then at the end they say like
0: stop.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah they, they say like stop. stop, stop we have stop. to move the camera. Exactly. So she's backstage,
0: yeah. getting right into her cyber cowgirl look.
2: Yeah, exactly. Oh, you know what else I thought of is this was was this the first concert where her brother was
0: not involved in any way?
1: I think so. I think so. Yeah.
2: So didn't they have their falling out? Wasn't that around when he wrote the book?
0: I think yeah. the book comes later, but anyway. yeah. Just noting
2: that because because he didn't he direct or created the girly show or created yeah director he was like the, the listeners show, something something like, like that. I don't know what he was yeah. like heavily involved with the previous show mm-hmm. yeah yeah so he wasn't involved in this one okay so then next she switches and this is where Eric you were saying she doesn't smile but I think that she gets a little bit or maybe John you said she doesn't smile but she does get <laughs> a little more smiley and happy in this section. She sings that song about Guy Ritchie when she when it starts, right?
1: Yeah. I deserve it. she plays the guitar a lot in this. And
2: then she goes into Don't Tell Me. Yep. Yeah, she does. It's sweet. On the hay bale, but isn't the hay bale like wrapped in plastic, some kind of like hard plastic substance or something? I remember when seeing huh. her, it was like a hay bale that's like wrapped in something. I don't know. Okay. I remember seeing. It I was like what? It, it was, probably like, made it easier that's to how they transport it off the yeah. plane or something.
1: Yeah, like they they can't like have. Hay that's what everywhere. I was thinking exactly. <laughs> Those things fall apart. <laughs>
2: It's hey. Yeah. Anyway, I love that number. That's a number I will put on a lot. Yeah, that that live number of Don't Tell Me This Up. That's one I will put on a lot.
1: Yeah, and it's very similar to the video and I think like with good with good reason. Like don't that video is so perfect and the choreography is so perfect. Just do it. I think we yeah. just want to see that.
0: Please don't tell me to stop. Do you know what comes next? is it the it's either
2: gone or you'll see because sometimes she switched right depending next is human nature oh you're right human nature that's right she rides a mechanical
0: bull at one point
1: (laughs) that's right forgot that
2: how could i forget the bull (laughs) she rides a mechanical bull
1: I think I would be really good at riding a mechanical bull, and I've never done it. But I, there's something about it to me that doesn't look difficult. You know, it's it
0: funny like, watching it. it, it think I had a similar thought watching it. I was like, this doesn't seem that impressive. But I wonder if it's one of those things where, oh, it's harder than you think it is.
2: Well, also, when you're like, at, I've never ridden one. But my dad was a cross-country truck driver, and I would go trucking with him in oh, the wow. summers. So my parents would send me to, quote, make a man out of me. I always say, I don't think they got the results they wanted, <laughs> but we did go to places where they would have those mechanical bulls, and they are it's not like when Madonna's riding. It. It's like no, you really jerk people yeah, around yeah. faster and throw them off, and they look dangerous. Like, you'd really yeah. hurt yourself. Madonna is kind of a gentle... Sure.
1: <laughs> did I say something wrong? Oops, I didn't know I couldn't talk about sex.
2: She's like the you know the teacups at Disney version of the of the of that. Um, anyway, so she does that human nature, right? And then she goes into a ballad. Which well, she sometimes... has her
0: funny song. It's what it's called.
2: Oh yeah, that's right. And then she, that's which right.
0: Is, <laughs> which is basically her doing a take on Oh Susanna. But what I think is funny about that is like she says to the crowd, like, "Do you guys want to hear my new song?" And everyone, like, loses their mind because they're like, oh, we're going to get another, like, hit. And it's like, oh, it's a goofy novelty song. Oh, all right. Yeah. We didn't need that. Yeah. And then we she says, it's, it. not,
2: it's not really about my father or something. Does she say yeah. that? I just want to make it clear it's not about my father. That's right.
1: <laughs> I do think that, like, her dad, she said her dad's in the audience, and he, she has so many songs about, like, oh, fa- well, just oh, father. I guess it's not so many <laughs> songs. But she had, like, songs where you're just like, I know that she's singing to like patriarchy in the church and like partly to her dad at some point. But like, I don't know. I feel like her dad at some point needs to be like, I really didn't do anything except like be a little bit distant. <laughs> it was a tough time uh, for all of us. Yeah. Like I I got remarried, but who? a lot of people get remarried. <laughs>
2: That's hilarious. She was in therapy at the time.
0: Distant? Come on. Give me a break. Yeah. <laughs>
2: did you see that did you see that post she posted the other day by the way about going through her she went to her archives and then she talked about her mother and the coats and all that did you see that that? that. yeah well she posted these pictures on instagram where she went to her archives which i guess she says it's every last scrap of everything and she was showing all the gold comb bra and all this stuff Mm -hmm. and then she said she remember when her she was little and her mom was always cold because she never had coke she would always spend her money on kids on her kids because there were what were there eight of them <laughs> Just hit and so she,
0: yeah I don't know it
2: was very actually I thought it was really sweet it was a sweet thing it was a very personal I oh. don't but okay so then she ends this and then is when we get the we then get she, secret but secret is where she switches into the what's the right it's not part of the cowgirl section no we're still so in, we're
0: still still in cow, cowgirl cyber cowgirl, cowgirl. cowgirl.
1: She gets on the guitar again and sings "Secret."
2: Oh, you're right. Okay.
1: And there's yeah. like a video montage of a it's lot, lot of, of stuff. religious stuff, of like people at the Wailing Wall, like baptisms, oh, yeah. in rivers,
0: like a lot yeah, of like prairie stuff. Yeah. And then she ends a section with the song gone, but she doesn't play the guitar, which I think is ironic because it's such a like an acoustic guitar song. Yeah. She's like someone else can Stay do it. I'll just stand it. not my thing. Walk away. I won't be broken again. I'm not. I'm not what you think.
2: Dreaming but see, I think I must have gone to this concert twice because sometimes I, because I felt like I went once And she sang a different song there or or something she sang like you'll see or something instead or maybe I saw a different version of it or something where she didn't I don't know I don't know
1: I would believe I would I think that makes sense like I feel like she'd be like let's try this and see if it works better Mm -hmm. she doesn't want this to get stale
2: (laughs) yeah (laughs) although she does seem to really usually stick Yeah, I would imagine, but the
0: shows are so technically involved that it's it's hard to be like, well, let's just throw in another song right now and see what happens. Yeah, be like, dancers, just go, you know what I mean? To me, it seems it would be harder, I think, for her to just switch up stuff casually. Yeah, but she's the boss Yeah, you're probably
1: right. Unless it's like the same thing of like, well, if I just stand and what if I'm just gonna stand here and sing and I can stand here and sing, gone or you'll see. That's true, guys. You'll see in A minor, hit it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what, what? Do the tech for gone, but I'm
1: singing you'll see. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> By the way, a little Madonna trivia is that Thomas, my husband, who is a director, directed this. He had directed David, David Blaine's Asia tour of one of his shows. And because of that, got this job directing this illusionist show in the UK, who people don't really know. This guy, his name's Dynamo, here in the States, that much in the UK, he's really famous and had this big show. And so we went over there. And while we were there, I think the set designer, I don't know where Thomas is, he'll get the facts here, but was designed one of Madonna's tours, I think the set for Sticky and Sweet. And he told the story how, I don't know, it was time for them to do some special Madonna and her family, something, some special Kabbalah or some Jewish thing. And he was the only Jewish person there. So they were he was like, that madame's like you can do the ceremony just
0: do it and he's like
2: i don't know how to do this he told the story. He's like, I
0: don't, do it I don't the caddish hit it go and
2: something like that he's like, i don't really know she's like you'll be fine you'll be fine just do it we have we have to no do it no one's gonna know just <laughs> do it
1: just wait nobody nobody here has done the ceremony do whatever you want
2: <laughs> do whatever and just when he told it it was very i thought really funny popped into my mind a little madame
1: trivia there for you
2: Okay, so now
0: we go into Finally the Spanish girl slash what ghetto do they call girl it? section. Ghetto girl. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of questionable. And so there's now, just like yeah. again another musical there's just like a dance to Don't Cry mm-hmm. for me, Argentino as she's changing costumes yet again. Oh yeah. And then she is like emerges from a box. There's like a big black box. that just like opens up yes. like a flower and she's in the midst of it. On the A screen big screen leather round. looking flower. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a black leathery flower. <laughs> but I like this part because there's like a nice beat happening and then it mm-hmm. opens. You're right. And then she sings in Spanish, doesn't she? She sings, sings in Spanish like version of what it feels like, like for a girl. girl. Yeah. I love that part. That's great. Yeah. yeah.
1: Deliciosa, labio suave y rosa,
0: baby piel de miel, dulce y silenciosa. Te parece confundida, su pasión está escondido Nunca sabes lo que va a decir cuando
1: i don't i don't speak spanish but it seems to translate really really well to it like it rhymes and everything like oh this this is a natural flow wow it rhymes better than it does in english (laughs) i've heard that in a lot of other
0: languages like it's easier to rhyme like there's less like in italian especially that's why so many operas are in italian because it's like easier to rhyme in italian that's the one thing i've heard Not because the
1: writers spoke Italian.
0: <laughs> and
2: they're, not they're
1: like, I'm choosing to write this
0: one. <laughs> Do Duolingo for three weeks, and I think we can go Italian on this opera.
2: So, Omeo Bambino Cara, that was originally in, in English. Exactly. It was actually, actually Korean language. originally,
1: and they were yeah, like, you know oh, what? This will be so much yeah.
2: easier to sing
0: in Italian. <laughs>
1: I don't want to say that, John. Maybe your next novel. Think about Italian. Uh, yeah, you're right. Because you I like my novels couplets. to rhyme.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. oh.
2: You know, Doctor Susan. Doctor Susan. Sure. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a
0: void in the market. Uh,
2: yeah, but wait, she sings what it feels like for a girl, and she does that dance. See, I don't know anything about dance. What type of dance? But is it like a tango or something it's like with one of the sort of yeah. Dances yeah, with a woman with a and mm-hmm. it's very.
0: It's got like the reverse Sweet, suspenders on, vocal. yeah. And yeah. then
2: and then oh it goes into life La Bonita after yeah. this. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and they are like a nomadic a nomadic yeah. group of musical travelers just yeah. like parked at the camp for the night and they're like <laughs> Should we That's get out our guitars good. and sing? Yeah, it's
2: a good better way. I was thinking like a town square, but you're right. It wasn't a town square. It feels more like a nomadic group of travelers. They're yeah. just on a journey.
1: Their troop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're like between, between towns. Day. And so yeah, they yeah. have to set up camp and like, they cooked some chicken <laughs> or beans.
2: <laughs> Wait, beans. speaking of that, she was, she posted the other day where she's like, announced another tour date and she was eating chicken. I thought she was a vegetarian. I thought so too. She was eating huh. chicken. It looked like it. I don't know. I mean, it's... it looked like it when I stared at the video for <laughs> hours under a microscope. No, but I it, I thought, wait, she's eating chicken and thought she was, maybe she's not anymore. I don't know.
0: Or maybe it's yeah. like chick apostrophe N. Isn't that like one of the names for like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: some bacon chicken, chicken yeah. that they make to look like a chicken? Mm-hmm. Yeah shaped,
1: yeah, shaped wheat. Shaped like a nugget, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: probably. That's probably what it is. I'd be more surprised if she
1: was eating that than if she was just eating chicken. Like if she had just yeah. gotten some like, chicken, it's like, whatever, I eat chicken now. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. That's exactly.
1: <laughs> Unless it was like like her younger kids. Like I feel like chicken nuggets would be like, is a very kid food to me. So maybe. Absolutely,
2: yeah. It was not a chicken nugget. Oh, it just looked it like a no piece of chicken on her yeah. plate yeah like
0: right. a like but, a, th- a, a thigh could have been tofu yeah who knows it looked like i guess sorry, it looked like a thigh yeah. it did look <laughs> like oh, a thigh like, yeah or like a drumstick i don't know well like drumstick a is like a, a, <laughs> <sticker>. a bone <laughs> it looked like a drumstick and a thigh a oh chair. like she a, just oh, came back from a renaissance fair and she
1: was going through her old stuff <laughs> It was a
2: gigantic what turkey leg. What did she, she was have? Gnawing on it.
1: What did she have with the chicken? Was there like a rice pilaf or <laughs> just mixed vegetables? A Side salad. We're gonna have to get side salad. Do you think she got like? I'll have a I'll have a quarter drive nice, and two sides. Yeah. I'll take the coleslaw.
2: Some coleslaw,
1: exactly. That's a mash. She was at El Pollo Loco. So. I think, well, I think the
2: traveling band of musicians stopped at KFC drive the drive
0: up.
1: Yeah, so they, they pull over for the night, <laughs> okay. the campfire the campfire's getting low, and they start like a little uh, la Let's, thing. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's a beautiful version. Nice. It's, yeah, it's like I feel like it's it a little lower slower. Yeah. 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 We're laid back. And this is when I feel like she really like kind of smiles for the first time in the whole show, like genuinely. Like she looks yeah. really happy and peaceful and she's yep. playing guitar and just like smiling out at the crowd and like seems really in like this she's is probably like,
2: thank God, she's probably like, thank God, we're almost at the end. Almost yeah.
0: over. Yeah, <laughs> I Just got some deep knee bends. That's all I got ahead of. me. Yeah. I don't have to play this guitar yeah. anymore after this. Yeah. <laughs> no, I
2: thought she smiled during that guy Ritchie song and the "Don't Tell Me to Stop." I thought she was a little smiley then, but you mm-hmm. didn't feel. Yeah. Eric, you thought it was in a genuine. It was a fake smile.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I just feel like it was like. Like, she was like, yeah, like, this is fun. Yeah, but this one she feels like she's smiling in the way that she smiles at the beginning of girly show. Like, after yeah. she sings like robotica, and then she goes into fever and she just, like, smiles so big and looks so, like, oh So happy. Oh. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I do have to say, I remember now when we went to, we went, we got the tickets through, you know, and we went with some other media people and someone there said, said the same thing she barely smiled she treated the audience. some i don't want to say anything bad so i'm not going to repeat what she said <laughs> but and i was like i loved it i, don't know, I, think I just blindly <laughs> love it surprise <laughs> but i remember other people saying that like she it was it just was so like whatever heavily orchestrated so there wasn't a lot of time for kind of time con- to c- contact the audience said, yeah. Like that. yeah yeah I don't know. I don't really need the banter. I didn't. I didn't need it in the show like that. No,
0: I don't either. I agree.
2: Uh, so then we get what I it feels like
0: her first encore, which is Holiday, and then she's got her oh, yeah. motherfucker tank top on and her little. Oh yeah. So I
2: remember reading at the time like she didn't want to do any old songs, and I yeah. remember reading something with Nikki and Donna at the time where they said something like they kind of took they said other people were saying, but we kept telling you, you have to do something. You have to do holiday. You have to do holiday. holiday. There's one part in the video of holiday, because that's the version I will put on when I'm on the Peloton or something better like on the treadmill, where she looks a little exhausted on her face. Like, <laughs> I she's like dancing and she's like, Ugh. <laughs> like I'm, almost surprised it made, I'm surprised it made the concert cut that someone didn't choose to not show that part. Cause she looks a little like, a, I don't know. It's a, I think it's a really fun version when she does holiday.
1: There. I, do too. I think it's great. And this, and there's also like the video version of the what it feels like for a girl earlier, and mm-hmm. this have sort of like a lot of disco elements in it that feel like they're yeah. the beginnings of like the confession sound. Yeah. Um
2: oh, that's a that's interesting. You're right. It does have that. Yeah. It's
1: a fun, fun version.
0: There's something funny in the so video cool. where there's a Nikki and Donna both have like bandanas in their back pocket and somehow Nikki loses hers and there's a moment where they're supposed to take them out and like dance with them and you can see Nikki like turn around to her back pocket and she's like, Wait, where is it? And then she like looks a side eye at Donna and she's like, Well, let, I'll just use my hand and it'll just flop in the wind. <laughs> that always makes me laugh. I don't know why I
2: love that moment where they do that dance though with the thing that it's
0: funny that you really... yeah. Well this whole number is just the three of them, which I think is part of what makes it kinda of sweet. Yeah, it is no the other dancers.
2: Yeah, they go really well together, those three somehow. We need a holiday,
1: and then music as the f- Vinyl number
2: uh, such a good finale it's amazing
1: so good and i love that like i know that she's very much like you said she didn't want to do any old songs she wants she's a very forward-thinking artist and even in the, the lyrics and music is like i don't i don't like to look back right this is yeah. what is the, like don't <laughs> think of yesterday like, don't think don't of yesterday Clock.
0: he likes to boogie woogie
2: so
1: Right, but I love that she like shows all that past imagery of her looks and like oh, yeah. He yeah. does like a, a retrospective of her self during it. And I think I'm glad she did it because it's sort of like don't forget who I am. <laughs> See,
2: you guys analyze it more deeply than I do.
1: Well, we, we don't say have the it's trivia even. that
0: you pluck out of thin air,
1: I, and we didn't <laughs> yeah, catch but- we didn't catch the chicken. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't catch the chicken, but you caught this thing
2: where she's saying, "I don't look at you know,
1: yeah, I don't look back and give
2: yesterday." Mm. But then all that's playing behind her. Yeah, it's yeah. just a that is a great number. It's so high energy. And then when she's doing this, I don't know anything about dance. What do you call that? Like those, those deep knee bends and, that she's done? Yeah, yeah. and then hopping back Ooh. up and then down i mean is it
1: like a little like tradition tradition don't they do that in the middle <laughs> on the roof the bottle dance they, oh baby. yeah they do a little bit of that
0: yeah, yeah. they don't jump it they like go down to their knees and come back up but they, they have bottles mm. on their heads they're not see not i so always frenetic. joke
2: i used to joke to because thomas my husband is a theater <laughs> person um and i don't have that gay musical theater gene i have the gay madonna gene i feel like yeah. there are gay guys similar, sometimes they but, have yeah. both
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> but usually they seem to, a lot of times it's either. It's either they have mm-hmm. the gay Madonna gene or the gay musical theater gene. Or Jumplin, I think you maybe have both. I think
1: I have both. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's all I have. I'm more Madonna than musical theater. Mm-hmm. But
2: anyway, music, that is such a, she always has a great finale number. That is like one of the best in her concerts. That's such a great finale number. It's so energetic. The dancing's phenomenal. It's amazing. It's so high energy. It's so fun. Oh.
0: to go back to what we said earlier, Liza Bonita and Holiday are the only two numbers in this tour she had done before. But there's a Mm -hmm. lot of numbers that we never see again after this tour. And they are Um, Beautiful Stranger, Candy Perfume Girl, Gone, I Deserve It, Impressive Instant, Myrrh Girl, Nobody's Perfect, Secret, and What It Feels Like for a Girl. Are there any of these numbers you're hoping in your she does on the Celebration Tour?
2: Well, I saw something she posted where she had a list of like possible oh, yeah. playlists, and mm-hmm. and I saw yeah, that Candy Perfume Girl was on there. I don't particularly. I'm dying to hear that again. But wait, can you tell me some of
0: them again? Which uh, ones Beautiful I would like Stranger.
2: To, I love to hear. Them. I love to hear them all. But I'm gonna just try to figure. Okay, Beautiful Stranger.
0: Gone. Yeah. I gone. Gone is off the list. Uh, I deserve it. Yeah. She won't Sing that man. again. She it's it. about it Guy
2: Ritchie. She won't. Yeah, yeah she's out. Yeah.
0: Impressive instant.
2: Maybe not.
1: Mur girl, no. Mur girl's tough perfect. because if you're like if if it's a celebration tour, it's so it's so, so yeah. yeah like ring like you don't want to be yeah. like the ants on my back. Uh smells her rotting flesh. Yeah, yeah no, right. no. I'm not me girl.
0: Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, nobody's perfect. Mm. Yeah. Secret, secret. I wouldn't mind hearing, but it's secret not like deserves her. a spot. I think, yeah. and what it feels like for a girl. Hmm. I mean, I like no. I like both of them, but I could see them not being like big concerty. You know what I mean? Like exactly, yeah. I think it was just like beautiful it, stranger it, it be a yeah. somewhere. Yeah.
2: yeah, beautiful stranger of those, I I think would be the one that would be fun to hear. But I don't think she would do that because that was like a. Austin Powers movie, right. so I don't think she'll do that. So, maybe.
0: Who knows?
2: Yeah, but there's a great remix to that, too. If people need good running music, that's a good running <laughs> remix, I gotta tell you. Or, uh, you know, sometimes in the moment I run, I just pop and squat or whatever that is, burst back up, whatever she does, squat. Yeah. What do you call that, what do you call that move? Where she squats uh, down and then pops back up. I don't know what, is that I what it's called, a like, squat and pop. I'm naming it a squat maybe, and pop, I don't I know. I think it's a squat,
1: s- box. a squat thrust, is it a squat uh, thrust? thrust?
2: Well, if squats and rust, so. you're, you're kind of going forward. Like, with, you know, a, I don't know. She squats and then pops up. Sometimes I just, I'm only kidding. I don't
0: do that. Okay, so finally, we're doing the number Smackdown. So this is when we're comparing numbers she's done before on tour with one she's done on this one to see which one is the best. So for this one, again, there's only the two songs, Holiday and Lies Lo Bonita. So the current champ for Holiday... Is from Blonde Ambition. So, do we think this version of Holiday oh. is better than the one from Blonde Ambition?
2: Well, that one from Blonde Ambition was part of Truth or Dare, and it's so right. happy and joyful with those what do you call and those the outfits of polka dots, and, the, and yeah. those those that particular troop of dancers is so. I think anyone who's a Madonna sorry, fan, not, those yeah, those course. they're so like beloved because. Of truth or dare in that time, so I think that one wins. But I don't listen to that one as often if I'm putting okay. them on. So okay. and that and the one from Drum World does have that fun rap that we talked about in the middle. <laughs>
1: That's
0: true.
2: You know, does have that. But, but I think the truth. That's the, your vote. Your vote is
1: How about you, Eric? Yeah. What do you think? This one is tough for me because John, when we did the girly show last episode. I capitulated to my <laughs> co hosts. Okay. And I didn't All fight right. hard Bring enough for, ho- I, for Holiday and the Girly Show. So I'm going to say my vote is for Holiday and the Girly Show. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Wait, is that that, huh. is that that like March? Wait, which yeah. one is yes. the Girly Show? The dun, March dun, Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't I know that. That has that movie. long like, sir, yes, sir, ma'am, sir thing okay. in it. So I still. I'll be, yeah. I'm going to pick. Uh, then I'm going to pick. You don't gonna, have to capitulate for me.
2: I'm gonna pick Don't Capitulate on my account, Eric.
1: <laughs> I like I like this version of holiday. But also like where it comes after such like a kind of more serious than not concert, just to see her like with Don and Nikki again, even though they had just the three of them in Beautiful Stranger. Yeah. But this feels like a return to like, hey girls, it's just us. After all, it's mm-hmm. still this is still the real deal yeah and i think it's a super fun until,
2: I fire. until I fire
0: them yeah yeah
1: <laughs> until i stop taking your <laughs> it's not calls firing them
0: so much as just don't hire them again
1: yeah
0: <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> goodbye so eric you still haven't said your vote my vote
1: is for no way. uh drowned world oh Drown so world.
0: i'm tying it Oof. i'm gonna have to go blonde ambition i just like that it's like it's the whole gang and all of that stuff but i do think that this one is Still
2: really fun too. Yeah. It is fun. Both they're really both good numbers. And then the other one is La Isla, La Isla uh, Bonita. Yeah.
1: Yes. At this one, the current champ is the girly show, which has that great dance break in the middle of it. She's in like a blue and white striped kind yeah, of sailor, sailor look. kind of Look, what about
2: when she does it in the Who's That Girl tour, and then she does that, <laughs> which is
1: that red dress, and then she That's stops. That's also and looks great, but so we decided fair. that the girly show was superior show to that one. The model.
0: current current reigning champion.
1: So we only have to
2: compare. I'm gonna. Oh, okay. Oh, so you're comparing to the reigning champion? I I would personally pick the Who's That Girl, Laisla. Okay. Because like she gets really kind of moody, and she like you know stops, and she just. Singing like acapella, who's that girl? Like, or, well, no, a lot, and then she just La Isla thing mm-hmm. is part of that whole. I like that right. moment, but I, I guess I would pick.
1: Is... Okay,
2: <laughs> I would pick the one you're not offering me. La <laughs> Isla in the <laughs> red That's what dress. Eric
0: did, so okay, fair enough.
2: Yeah, yeah. but I guess I, since yeah, I don't, I don't know the bandana with the stripe. That was the Australia one. Yes, yes. gosh Down I have to pick. I'm very indecisive. Okay, I'll pick that one.
1: Uh,
0: that would be my choice girlie too, the show. Gorilla Show one. I just think yeah. it's like, I like this one, but there's sort of I like, there's much more casual this one, but that one, it's like that, it's so amped up. It's so exciting. Like that's a good version to listen to while you're running, I would say. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. We agree. Yeah. It's we, a agree. It's yeah, a we agree. We <laughs> agree. It's a three-way win.
1: The Gorilla Show.
0: So, John, uh, do you have any like final thoughts on this tour or like dreams for the celebration tour, like things that you hoped to see or hope she does? Anything like that?
2: What do I hope she does? Well, I hope she does Vogue. I hope she does like a prayer. I hope she does all yeah. the, you know, hits. <laughs> and I guess I hope, you know what, whatever she wants to bring. But I hope it is ha- after the last few year- years in this world. I'd love just happy, uplifting.
0: Right. Kind of just, you she, know, she wanted to put the celebration in celebration. Yeah. And I think we yeah. all feel
1: like can agree from this episode that we hope that she brings Donna and Nikki back.
2: Yeah, I agree. That would be nice. Bring us some Donna and Nikki. Well, boys. Yeah, well, gentlemen. <laughs> this was so much fun, John. Thank you so much for no, Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Is there anything you want um, to plug real quick yeah. as you run off? No, read, I okay. hope people read my books. I did put, wait, I did put Madonna in one of my books, in a book uh, I wrote called Strange But True. The main character loves Madonna. Go figure. Okay. Anyway, right. thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you so much.
0: let check them out. Uh, He's a wonderful good. writer. Your books are all great. <laughs> thanks, guys. Take Thank care. You. All right. Bye. Bye.
1: Thank you so much for listening. If you have comments or questions or just want to reach out to us, you can reach us at the celebration, celebration at gmail.com. We
0: also have an Instagram account at the celebration, celebration. Special thanks to Dynamo for our artwork. And if you could, do us a lovely favor and rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. It really helps people find the show, and we appreciate it.
1: And when you're re- reviewing us, just remember, we're not your bitch. Don't hang your shit on us. <laughs>
2: Well, I do. I remember once being at Cosmo like a very long time ago and I was saying something about her. And this editor came flying out of her office and said like, oh, I wish that whore would just shut her fucking mouth already. I was wait, can I swear on your show? Yeah,
0: sorry. Podcast. <laughs> I, yeah, I
2: once did an interview on Fresh Air with Terry Gross and the, the producer told me I could tell the story with swears in it. And so I just started swearing. And Terry Gross was like, you cannot swear on my show. You don't talk like that. And I was like, oh, I didn't I, did I was like, oh, they edited it out. But anyway...